Hello and welcome to the Single Today podcast. My name is Ryan Weckman. I've been a single pastor for a long time and I'm really passionate about helping other single people navigate this time. I believe that singleness is a, a season that's full of potential if you just put in a, a little bit of work to learn how to see it that way. And so that's where we are heading. But this podcast is launching on Valentine's Day, which just feels poetic to me. Whether you're watching on Valentine's Day or not, there's a little extra something in the air today. It's like this pressure as if every marketer and every store and every commercial is trying to remind you that if you are single, well, then there must be something wrong with you. That narrative is around us all the time. But today is like the Super Bowl for being aware of just how single you are. And so today I have a really simple thought. Episode one is called 60% of struggles are a scam. Happy Valentine's Day. Now, notice I didn't say 100%. Uh, like if you are single, the struggle is real. Loneliness is real. Isolation is real. Fear of missing out. Like all of those fit into the 40% of the singleness struggle that is legitimate. What I want to point out is there is this other 60% these quote unquote struggles of being single that we experience mostly just because someone else, like typically a marketer trying to make money, told us we should. 60% I would say is a scam. And by the way, that number is completely arbitrary. I just made it up. Don't overthink any of this too much. My point is some of it is legit. A lot of it is not. And today I want to give you a filter to help you sift through the struggles of singleness and decide which ones to hang on to and which ones you should just let go of. However, before we get into episode one, I want to share my heart for this entire project. So I have a book coming out on April 23rd called Single Today. It's available for pre-order now. It's a project that I have given so much time and energy and love into for the last three years or so. I'm so proud of this project. But along the way, as I wrote it, I realized this topic of singleness is way bigger than I ever realized. Because everyone is single at some point. The young woman who's never been asked on a date, the middle-aged man who gets blindsided by divorce, the widow waking up in her bed by herself for the first time in decades. Some hate it, others love it. Some expect it. Others get caught off guard by it. Singleness is an old friend to some and an unexpected guest to others. No matter what your story is, we all have something in common. You, me, and every other single person in the world understands that singleness is a struggle. Like we try to dress it up like it's not, but it is. And sure, 60% of those struggles may be a scam, but 40% are real. And this book is my best attempt to meet every one of those single people where they're at to sit in the 40% with you. Like it's 272 pages of me just being as real and vulnerable as I can, doing my best to sit in that space with anyone who needs it. I'm so proud of it. We'll talk way more about it as we go. However, I also realized along the way that there is so much more that we need to talk about. Like as I wrote, I realized some of the topics, some of the chapters that I was writing don't actually belong in the book. And some of the stories I was telling don't belong in the book. Like they need a different space. They need a, a different arena. They need a podcast. 
Like there are some pieces of singleness that need to be handled via a, a conversation, like a, a, an interview. Like I need to bring some people on and ask them stories about their journey and learn from them. And then there's some other topics that, that need like a, a little sermonette like this one, episode one is going to be. And, and then there's like all of this work that goes into learning how to be single today that just requires spiritual disciplines and spiritual exercises that, that um, as I was writing, it, I, I thought, man, I should also create a, a resource like a, a podcast that's not just a podcast, but a resource where we can actually put the work in together. Like I kept thinking about a, a football team, like meeting up together once a, a week to, to sit in a room and talk about football. And like, that's great. That would be fun. But the only way that team is going to get better at football is to get out on the field and practice football together. So along with these podcast episodes, are uh, what I, I call single today meditations or guided prayers. They're actually going to guide you through putting in the work so that you can actually get out on the field and practice doing the things that will actually allow you to thrive as a single person today. So much more on that soon. First, let's talk about episode one. 60% of your struggles are a scam. Happy Valentine's Day. This is a day <laughs> that historically brings up a whole gamut of emotions for people. Excitement for some, stress for others, but then especially for single people, it creates worry. Like wondering what your friends or family are going to think if you don't spend the night out on a date with someone. Valentine's Day brings up fear for some people who begin to feel afraid that this is going to turn into a forever thing. They're going to end up alone or whatever. For some, the word is loneliness. Maybe you feel alone. You feel disconnected. All your other friends have plans and you don't. And now you're home alone with those emotions. Maybe your word is just annoyed. <laughs> if you're honest, you feel the worry and the loneliness, but more than that, you just feel annoyed at this day because although it's about highlighting couples, you feel like it's actually having the inverse result and it's highlighting your singleness. So now you're sick of talking about it and you just want it to be February 15th already. All of those uh, reactions and feelings are completely valid. And at the exact same time, the fact that we give so much power to a date on a calendar it's a bit humorous and it's telling of one of the biggest mistakes i think we make as single people so in this episode i want to do two things the first i want to give you a, a brief rundown a little bit of history behind this day that is so scary for so many people but then number two and more importantly i want to talk about why i believe we let things like a holiday alter our mood so much give you a simple filter at the end that can help you fix that. And so here's a little history of Valentine's Day. First, who was St. Valentine? <laughs> and we got to start here. Um, we don't know. There are several important Valentines from history. And so when it comes to asking this question, we're actually speculating a whole lot. If you pause there for a second, that means you feel anxious or worried or afraid about a holiday that we really don't even know that much about. More on that in a moment. Hold on to that thought. But the most popular origin story goes back to the third century. 
the Roman Empire was losing ground. So if you think about, uh, you read like the Gospels, in the first century, Rome ruled the known world and they ruled it so well that it just kind of seemed like they were going to, to be the ones in charge forever. But as history always shows us, that's never the case. And so in the third century, they begin losing ground after centuries of dominance. Soldiers were losing heart and losing interest. And they all really just wanted to be home with their families, but there were battles everywhere, which meant soldiers had to be away from their families and they'd end up being these half-hearted and homesick soldiers. And so the emperor at the time, Emperor Claudius, he came up with this terrible, but also brilliant method where he banned marriage to keep the soldiers single and focused. Right. So to make sure they weren't homesick, he just made it so that they couldn't really have a home to go back to. But there was this guy named St. Valentine, who was a Roman priest during those days, who just completely rejected that narrative. And he encouraged young couples to get married. And as the story goes, he would even officiate secret weddings for them. He became this like undercover agent for love. The emperor caught on and arrested him and eventually had him killed on February 14th, 270 AD. Now, according to some traditions, uh, in the, the days leading up to his death, couples who he married or helped would visit him and pass him flowers and notes to say thank you. So that's where the gift giving came from, which honestly feels a little too on the nose for me, but maybe it's true. Who knows? Here's why I tell you about all that. If it's true, and if that's the Valentine that today is all about, then really, February 14th is about celebrating love. Like what I hear when I hear Valentine's story is a person who selflessly laid down his life for others. That's really what love is. The Apostle John, who is known as the Apostle of Love, he said it this way, this is how we know what love is. You ever wondered what, what love is? John's about to tell us. Jesus Christ laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for our brothers and sisters. Now, there are a few different Greek words for love in the Bible. In this verse, John is using the word agape, which connotates action, like it's a decision. So he's saying, this is how we know what this action, this decision called love is. Jesus Christ actually did something. <laughs> he, he laid down his life for us and we ought to do the same thing. We ought to do something. We ought to lay down our lives for those who we love. So often today, love is an emotion, an emotion that comes and goes an emotion you can fall into, an emotion you can fall out of. So much so that an entire day that was supposed to be dedicated to love, as in laying down your life for others, the way St. Valentine laid down his life for others, following the ultimate example of Jesus who laid down his life for others, we've taken that day and we've turned it into a holiday that's all about not being single. Like it's all about us panicking, going, well, I better have a date. Oh no, what if I'm alone on Valentine's Day? What could I possibly do? Here's an idea. Go practice the biblical picture of agape love. Go do something for someone else. I'm going to say this all uh, again because it's so important. Like this will reframe your entire day. We took a day 
that's designed to remember a priest who laid down his life to love others, who is following the way of a single Jewish rabbi named Jesus, who also laid down his life for others. And somehow it's become a day for people who are single to feel like they're missing out, to feel like there's something wrong with them. What? Like, if you want to celebrate Valentine's Day today, use the time and energy and resources you have to go help someone. Lay down your life for someone else today. That's literally how the Bible tells us to love. And so here's what I say. If you're single today, great. Gives you more time, more opportunity to actually celebrate, to agape, to love, to help, to encourage. Like, like, let's get super practical. Take the next 30 minutes and write some handwritten notes to some friends in your life. In those notes, encourage them. Don't be generic. Be specific. Figure out a few things that, that, that are unique to them and tell them why you appreciate them so much, why you love them so much. Or, or, or let them know that you are praying for them. Or make an epic dinner tonight and invite some people over and encourage them. Or, or bake something and drop it off for someone and text them. Let them know you appreciate them, that you're in their corner, that you're here for them. Help somebody else feel less alone today or whatever it is. There's a million ways to do this. The point is just pick one and celebrate Valentine's Day today. Come on, let's not pretend like we don't know how this happened. Valentine's Day is big business. Like we're expected to spend some $26 billion on Valentine's Day this year. And like, look, fine, great. Go have a date, celebrate, all of that. That's important. But if you need an alternative, how about this? What if we took the money we don't have to spend on Valentine's Day because we're single and we gave it to somebody in need? Like give it to Compassion International or another nonprofit that you believe in that's making the world a better place. That sounds an awful lot like celebrating Valentine's Day to me. Okay, I'll get off my soapbox. And look, if you're in a relationship, go celebrate. Happy for you. Have fun. Absolutely. Don't worry. They're not listening to this anyways. I'm talking to the single people. Don't let expectations and social pressures ruin your day. Like, please. And that brings us to the second part of this episode. Really, what I want you to get, whether you're listening on Valentine's Day or not, that singleness is a struggle. We get that. But a lot of that struggle is a scam. Like, I don't know, businesses having a, a vested interest in making you feel alone so you'll spend money, for example. But there's hundreds of other examples like this. It's not just on February 14th, which is why I say 60% of the struggles of singleness are a scam. Again, arbitrary number. Everyone's number is different. The point is this. Learn to question the things that make you feel insecure. Like you want to start building a filter for what's the 60% and what's the 40%. Learn to get curious about the things that make you feel alone. Because some of them absolutely are valid. A lot of them a little bit of work can actually completely lose their power over you. You can actually learn how to laugh at them. It's the same trajectory as married couples. I've noticed three phases of Valentine's Day in my married friends. Phase one, excitement. 
right? They're falling in love. And so they go big for Valentine's Day. And then phase two is fear because the next year <laughs> they feel like they have to raise the bar and they're competing against their last Valentine's Day, right? Uh, or else something is wrong with their relationship. And so it brings more stress than anything. But eventually I watch couples get to phase three which is where they can appreciate the day. They can see beyond it, where they're stable enough in their love for each other that they know they celebrate that love every single day. So when February 14th comes around, like, yeah, maybe they go out and they do something fun or maybe they don't. Maybe they celebrate the day before. Maybe they go to Olive Garden at 4 p.m. and laugh at all the other younger couples who are panicking. It sounds cheesy, but you can actually go through the same progression in your singleness journey. Stage one, excitement. Maybe this is the year. Maybe this will be the year I finally fall in love. But then you quickly move into stage two, which is fear around Valentine's Day. Well, what does this mean for me? Is there something wrong with me, et cetera? But if you keep going and you keep asking questions and you keep learning how to filter out the 60% and the 40%, you can actually lean into the sadness. You can let yourself feel it. And then you can realize that on the other side of it is a whole lot of peace. You see past the ploy. You outsmart the scam. And February 14th starts to look a lot like February 13th. And February 15th, for that matter. And then somewhere along the way, you can move into the advanced player mode, which is celebrating Valentine's Day the way the Bible tells us to love, to agape love, to spend some time laying down your life for others. After all, that's what today is all about. But it all starts with learning to ask why. Why do I feel this way? That question helps you to be, begin to, to build a filter out in your mind. Is this struggle a part of the 40% of legit struggles? Or is this 60% that I can probably learn to just laugh at and let go of? So wherever you find yourself today, I hope this simple thought and reframe is helpful for you. Welcome to the Single Today podcast. This one got a little preachy. They won't all feel like that. It just felt right for Valentine's Day. But first podcast meditation to go along with this episode is called I Feel Lonely. You can listen to it now or whenever you need it. And in future episodes, I'm going to dive into great lengths of, about prayer and meditation and what the Bible has to say about it and why it's so important important, but I, I wanted to make this one and put it out first, just in case you need it today. Please go listen to it. And of course, all of this stuff is just the content that's not in the book. Like this is the bonus content on the cutting room floor after countless rounds of edits of the book. But I'm telling you, the stuff that's in the book, man, I just, I wish it was out now. I can't wait to hear your thoughts about it. It's going to make you laugh. Hopefully it makes you cry. I think it's going to make you think a little bit. I think it's going to make you think. That's a great sentence. And um, yeah, I just I just really think you're going to love it. So pre-orders are available now. Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Target. Um, I keep pushing that because pre-orders are super important, especially for a first-time writer like me. Um, but also sharing this podcast and rating and reviewing it and um, helping to to spread the word would mean a lot. That's all I got for you today. Happy Valentine's Day. If you're wondering how to celebrate, spend the next 30 minutes laying down your priorities and preferences to make someone else's day a little better. We'll see you back 
for episode two.